This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life. And that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. A licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043. Donald Trump's national security advisor, Michael Flynn, oh, no. has resigned. Oh, no. We lost him. Yes. We lost him already, mm. and uh, he barely went to work. What did he go, three weeks? Gone. Uh, yeah. Got about three weeks in, and then uh, gone. Now, he was not one of the people that they had to actually confirm, which I think mm-hmm. they p- appointed him to this role because they didn't have to confirm him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't want to deal with that, and now it's, it's, all, it's all over. And now it's all for naught. Uh, multiple sources confirmed this. Um, His resignation came just a few hours after news surfaced that the Department of Justice informed the White House last month that Flynn had not been truthful about his communications with the Russian ambassador to the United States and that Russia could potentially blackmail him in the future. And that's probably not ideal, you know, in your (laughs) national security advisor. In what way, Pat? You're going to have to expand on that. I don't understand. the way that uh, in really any way okay in any shape so in what, any in, form give me a give me a scenario in I, which this could possibly affect our country oh gosh I mean, uh so i'd be hard pressed to come up with <laughs> <laughs> all of <laughs> the scenarios where mm-hmm. where russia could potentially blackmail us over a conversation that the national security advisor had uh it's well, hard it's, to imagine that there was any chance that this guy would keep his job. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because it's more crucial in this situation because Trump isn't an ideologue on a lot of these things. Like, I mean, he, mm-hmm. you know, he's not a guy that comes into this with, you know, you know hard-formed ideas about the, you know, the Iranian-Russian-Syrian uh, connection, right? Like, right. he comes into this as a guy who... You know, has certainly has strong feelings about a lot of things, but this is—he has not lived this life. He has not lived the life of a well, he general. Did, he likes uh, Vladimir Putin, and he loves Putin. But I mean, he loves Putin until Putin pisses him off, right? I mean, yes. There's no reason to believe that, that will at the end of four years from now, we're just as likely to be at war with Russia that the current situation uh, is, is continuing. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to believe if you know if Vladimir Vladimir Putin starts taking the opposite tact, um, and the uh, the relationship turns sour. I mean, think of how much it's changed in the last eight years. It starts off with a, a reportedly bad um, relationship. It was good with Bush for a while, ended badly with Bush and Putin. Then it was the reset button. Everything's fine, hunky dory. Then it turns negative. Uh, uh, then halfway through the administration uh, with Obama. It's not a positive relationship, but he's on the stage saying that they're not even a threat. By the end, they're the biggest threat. 
Yeah. These things change and go up and down all the time. There's no reason to believe, uh, especially with someone like Donald Trump, who tends to react emotionally to a lot of situations. There's no reason to believe that this situation is going to be as it is today. I think at some point during this administration, we'll probably be wishing they actually had better relations than they do. I would mm-hmm. not be surprised at all to see that. I don't think that the, the relationship between Trump and Putin is foundational for Trump. It's transactional. It's right now, Putin has been good to him, and he's been good to Putin, so right now, they're friendly. Mm-hmm. But I would, would you be at all surprised to see that well, reverse sometime? No, and in fact, I just saw an article where it's already starting to unravel on Russia's behalf. Uh, on their part, they're starting to wonder if they made the right choice in, in, mm. in backing this guy. They're already starting to have some regrets, apparently, and wondering... Uh, do we root for the right guy? I mean, it doesn't matter anyway. I mean, unless they did control the election somehow, which I, I don't believe happened. No. I don't um, so, because, you know, they don't have any say in that. But, you know, they if they back the wrong horse the whole time, uh, they're going to feel kind of foolish after this. But incoming Vice President Mike Pence publicly defended Flynn Uh, explicitly telling CBS News that while Flynn did speak with Russian officials in December, he didn't discuss the U.S. sanctions against Russia. They did not discuss anything having to do with the United States' decision to expel diplomats or impose censure against Russia. And apparently that's not true. It sounds like maybe that's not the case. And maybe our intelligence agencies might even have tape of that. Or transcript, perhaps. Transcripts? Um, You know, look... Audio. One of the I was reading something this morning saying that like this is the, it's the end of the story for Flynn's job, but it is not the end of the story, in that they mm-hmm. expect this. That you know uh, we're getting a report right now as we speak. Um, Senate's second-ranking Republican and other GOP senators are calling for an again GOP calling for an investigation into connections between Donald Trump and Russia and want former National Security Advisor Ma- uh, Michael Flynn to testify. Wow. And that's uh, if you, that's John what Cornyn calling for that. Um, so, and several other senators have been on the same page. Look, you know, something odd has gone on here. Donald Trump doesn't back down Very. easily. So he, you would, the assumption is there's something else going on here. If there's nothing else going on, why is Trump backing down? He doesn't back down to anybody. He kept, you know, uh, what's his face, uh, uh, the, his uh, campaign uh, head there in office for a long time. Eventually, the only thing he backed, on, uh, backed off for, he didn't back off with Bannon. He didn't back off really with Lewandowski until much later. It took later. a long time. The guy in the middle is the one. The guy who is rumored to have right. ties with Russia was the guy he actually dumped. Right. This is the second time this has happened now. And actually, there's been other officials that have uh, stepped down with this type of relationship. Uh, there's something. It feels like there's something here. I mean, it's, there's no real point in speculating it, especially if they're going to, uh, to investigate, which, again, I think is a positive. Um, you know, if you're Trump, it's going to be a little bit of a hassle. But when you have multiple officials stepping down with, because of this type of relationship, you need to take it seriously. And I, I hope that he does. Uh, you know, the idea, he's so focused on whether th- 5 million illegal immigrants voted here when, when there's much more evidence that there was an attempted tampering. I don't think successful to turn the election, but an attempted tampering on the behalf of Russia to, to switch the uh, election around as well. These are all things that should be investigated and honestly, Trump should want the truth on them. Because mm-hmm. if he's going to be friends with Vladimir Putin, and that's fine. I mean, again, he says, I, I want to have uh, good relations with, with Putin. Obviously, that's better. We don't want to be at war with Vladimir Putin. However, we also need to be honest with ourselves. You can't 
you can't just fool yourself into believing this guy's a good guy when he's not. And if you find out, wouldn't you want to know if this guy was trying to hack into an election? If this guy's trying to, if this, you know, it's mm-hmm. very possible, and they believe this occurred, that uh, the Russians also were attempting, at least, to get into the Republican side of this. They just didn't either succeed or release that information. Well, you should want to know that. I want to know if Russia is trying to do these things to influence our elections, whether mm-hmm. you're the beneficiary or not. Uh, so I don't know why that's even controversial. You'd think he'd want to do that. Um, the question is, is there more to this on his side with people in his campaign? You know, the speculation, of course, is by people who don't like uh, Trump, is that he's the one that said, call the Russian uh, ambassador and tell him, once we get in, we're not going to play any sa- sanctions, so don't, don't retaliate. And if that happened... Highly possible. Well, not the biggest issue in the world, right? I mean, he was going to be president in a few weeks, and it's not the biggest issue in the world. It is definitely against protocol. Well, it, we only have believed one to president be illegal. at a time. Right, and it's believed to be illegal. Yeah. It's not, uh, it's not serial killing. I mean, you know, it's a couple weeks early and probably shouldn't have happened. It's not the biggest deal in the world, but you want to know, is there more to this? Why are they hiding it? Mm-hmm. Is there more to it? And if there is, we, we do need to know that as yeah. an American people. I mean, that, that, you know. And it'd be a problem. We're paying this guy. It would definitely be a problem. Yes. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the Trump administration apparently taking a step back from Obama's uh, transgender bathroom rules in a, a big shift away from uh, Obama. The Trump White House has asked a judge to cancel crucial hearing in a legal appeal over the Obama-era rule regarding transgender bathroom use. This is where, I think this is the thing he sent to schools and colleges, right? And and uh, threatened federal funds uh, being taken away if they didn't adhere to this. Um, had state-funded schools, colleges, and universities not complied with the directive, yes, it would have put the institutions at risk of losing federal funds. And so apparently Trump is backing off all of that. Meanwhile, the NFL is kind of threatening uh, Texas in a sort of a thinly veiled message from a league spokesman, uh, Brian McCarthy, who said, quote, we want all fans, we want all fans to feel welcome at our events. He was talking about the possibility of Texas um, getting a future Super Bowl. I mean, we just had one in Houston a week and a half ago. And then Dallas had it the 2012, was it? 2011? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, So we had a couple lately. So it'll be a while before Texas gets one anyway. But uh, regarding a a future Super Bowl in Texas, he said, we want all fans to feel welcomed at at our events. And NFL policies prohibit discrimination based on age, gender, race, religion, sexual orientation, or any other improper standard. Mm. Meaning... That Texas's standard of men going to a men's room and women going to a women's <laughs> room discrimination. is in, in discrimination and improper. Yeah. So they want all fans to feel welcome, except those who might be Christian or protecting their children from some predator who might come into the bathroom claiming to be uh, a woman when he's really a man. I mean, yeah. you don't. You really don't want all fans to feel welcome because the vast majority of your fans are not okay with a man coming into a woman's restroom. I, I, I can't imagine that most NFL fans would welcome that. It's a straight, for, it's first of all, I, I think it was 2010 for the, the Cowboys Super Bowl, uh, now that I think about it. But secondly, uh, it's such a, uh, a straight, I noticed in your 
phrasing there was sexual orientation. And we talked about mm -hmm. sexual preference the other day. And it really has changed. That, that phrasing has changed because preference mm -hmm. indicates it's something you want. Like, yes. I, don't, I don't have a born, uh, you know, my, I prefer uh, Coke Zero over Diet Coke. That wasn't born into me. I prefer it. Right? I've made a choice based on it. So now that sexual mm -hmm. preference term is gone too. And now it's sexual orientation, which is an interesting piece of language I had never really noticed before. Um, but on the bathroom law, you got to take a step back. People want to make this into this really contentious issue. And really, it shouldn't be. Jeffy, you brought up a point uh, during one of the breaks of the radio show, and you've made this point on, on patents too as well, where, come on, it's not that big of a deal. You know, most of the time, you know, these incidents aren't going to leave. You want right. to give no, that I mean, it was just, you feel like we're making a big deal out of something that has been happening anyway, right? I mean, mm -hmm. once in a while, I mean, how often does it happen? Not very Very often. rarely. There's not a lot of and, transgendered people in the country. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you're in the bathroom at an NFL game and, you know, a tranny comes in to use the bathroom. But that's not the Who issue. Cares? But that's right. not the issue. Right. The issue really isn't even about the transgendered person. It's about the uh, very gendered male coming in who's a pervert and just wants to look at women or girls. And, or boys. and claims because now we've given them the out. Well, I felt like a woman that day. We've given them yeah. that out. So it's really not even about the tra transgendered person. Right. And that, it's about the freak who wants to come in and look at women in the bathroom. Right. And it's, it, so if you look at it, you're right. 99.5% of cases, there's not even a transgendered person, you know, mm -hmm. probably in the same zip code you're in. Right. You know, I don't know right. what the number is, but it's, it's obviously a small percentage small. of the population. Um, if someone does utilize this, the vast majority of those incidents are going to come, go completely fine. You know, I, I, I've been in, you know, you'd be in public bathrooms. I was in a Target public bathroom, which is kind of the, fo was the initial focus uh, yeah. of the story. And I, I was in one recently, and I was in there, you know, by myself. Because there's not a lot of people in the Target bathroom. Right? It's just, you know, 99% <laughs> right. uh, of the right. time. You go in there, there might be one other person. And most of the time, it's just going to be another person of your gender. If I went into a bathroom... Um, and a, a transgender person came in, most likely what I would do is finish and leave. I would wash my hands, too, in there, just so you know. Um, but yes. there is that small percentage of cases in which, let's say, uh, your child is in the bathroom and a transgender person goes in there, or some, your wife is in there and a transgender person goes in there. Um, most of those cases would probably be fine, too, but you might be protective of, of, your, of sure. your loved one because you weren't sure, whatever. The issue here is more focused almost entirely on the person who is utilizing the brand new legal defense for being in the opposite right. bathroom that you have provided. It's not even about that, that, because that, uh, a pervert could break the law all the time. A pervert could go into the, into the women's bathroom and leer at women whenever he wants. The issue is he used to um, uh, risk being arrested for that activity. Mm -hmm. And now, now he's got an out. He's got an out. He's got a legal defense where he can go yep. and say, wait a minute, you are trying to put your gender normative uh, standards onto me. I felt like a woman at that moment. And we, at, when we first started talking about this, I made the point of like, all you'd have to do to get away with that is post on a message board a few times that you thought, um, uh, you know, I was feeling a woman and I'm, I'm really confused about this. And you do it a few times, you'd have a, a, a track record where this would be almost impossible to overturn, uh, at least in the court of public opinion, but certainly um, even in the legal realm. And 
that is the issue that I think concerns the average conservative. It is not even about uh, a, a transgendered person. What we're looking at is a, if there's a transgendered adult, because this is not going to apply to a kid. If a kid goes into the wrong bathroom, most likely no one's going to say anything about it. Um, if a, a transgendered adult goes into the wrong bathroom, there is a chance uh, that it's true that transgender person might feel slightly uncomfortable. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, there are stalls in every bathroom uh, pretty much in America that's shared. So there is a private area where you would actually be undressed. They would have a private area, just like a dressing room in a, in a, in a department store. There would be some privacy for someone who actually did find themselves in that situation. Um, however, it is possible that that risk could happen sometimes. The other side of it is the rest of society. And like when you have to make a decision between those two, a, 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 an uncomfortable position for a transgendered person with still some private, privacy versus the idea that you're giving a legal defense to a pervert, you know, you're, to a Jeffy who might go in there and say, hey, you know, I felt like a chick that day and you have to let me, uh, you have to let me up because of that. Mm-hmm. that th- those things, you're comparing two things there. And I think the, the importance of protecting a child that in that situation and making sure a pervert does not have a viable legal defense to, to excuse that activity is a completely rational standard, and it's not based on hate. It's unbelievable that um, it, it, we're, the, the children aren't even a consideration in this. Kids are not even a, a, an afterthought to those who, who want this uh, rule overturned. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me, including the freaking NFL, because they embrace inclusiveness. Shut up. So tired of that. And all the bull crap that goes with it. It's just, it's time to stop the nonsense and realize that we don't care about, I mean, we want to be as inclusive as everybody else, okay? I They should be able to use a bathroom. I don't know that, Actual physical men should be able to w- use a women's bathroom and vice versa. Yeah. But they can go to a bathroom, right? I mean, there's there's a million of these family bathrooms now where you can go in and it's a one-person thing and you lock the door. Right. But, I mean, I've been at... Why can't we be reasonable about this? I've been at NFL games where women come into the men's room. Women. Yeah, because it's, because it's, it's so, so crowded. crowded. And you know what happens? Mm-hmm. In, even in that situation, pretty much nothing. And there are kids in there, right? I mean, kids are going to the bathroom, too. To the... And most people would be like, all right, you just, they go to the stall, and everyone kind of rolls their eyes a little bit about the, the, you know, the, uh-huh. the, tough, the tough girl who thinks, <sighs> yeah, I'm just going to go in there and blah, blah, blah. No one cares. It's not mm-hmm. that big of an actual issue. And I think that's the point you were making, Jeffy. Yes. This is not something that is repeating itself in millions of cases across the country. So why it's easy to dismiss. However, when there is that case, yeah, when there is trouble. that moment, you have to have a legal standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and the do. most sensible legal standard is you should probably go into the bathroom in which your genitals reflect. If you've had a sex change operation, Great. I think that's, that's if you're committing that much, absolutely. Um, it's and, a different deal. And honestly, if I think the respect is there. For example, if I'm in the bathroom and some uh, transgendered female comes in and decides to use the, the stall, I'm not going to go to the manager of Target and say, I can't believe this is happening. I'm just going to, they're going to do their thing, honestly. And, and we're going to let it all slide and everyone's going to move on with their lives. The same thing should apply to transgendered people. If you go in there and there's a child and you're making the, the parent feel uncomfortable, 
perhaps you should also respect yes. what they're but they going don't. through. But they yes. don't. And say, you know what, don't. I'm going to wait outside until this kid leaves. Or whatever. I right. get that it's, it might not be ideal right. for your situation. Right. But can't we both have respect there? And I don't understand nice. that. And... Nice. It, and by the way, every every person that lives an alternative lifestyle that I've ever met in my life would agree to that standard. Plus, uh, trans, true. by the way, means that you've changed. Right. If if you've you've gone across, right? If you're transoceanic, you've gone across the ocean. If you're transgendered, you've gone from woman to man or man to woman. You've transitioned. Yes. Across. What we're talking about here are not people who've transitioned. They're just transvestites. They're just people who are dressing like a, a woman or, uh-huh. or acting like a woman. They're actually men still going into a women's bathroom. It's just wrong. I'm sorry. Now, if you've had the transgendered surgery, surgery sure, it, completely different deal. Now you're a woman. Go ahead. We'll treat you that way. And I'll call you Sylvia if that's what you want. I, I don't care about that. What I do care about is science. If you're a man, go to the men's room. Period. If you're a woman, go to the woman's like, room. I mean, the fact that this has to be this big standard it's, it's you're just amazing. I know. It's, it's unbelievable. It's, it shouldn't unbelievable. be that way. I mean, and, you know, as Ellen said, even Ellen said just the other day, uh, you know, this is when a, a woman feels in their head like they're a man. That's, that was the way she put it, feels in their head. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the, the standard here is. To me, I think if a Republican were to say something like that with that phrasing, they'd be in big trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The, the, the truth here, I think, is that we can all, we, there's a lot of different people with a lot of different beliefs. You know, we do this with religions, we do this with uh, all sorts of different things, where we try to accommodate others, even if we don't agree or believe in what they do. We all have a sense of, uh, of just common courtesy that we would try to do the best we can, whether that means if you're a store providing a family bathroom that someone can use uh, in, a, in a solo location. Um, you know you know my stance on this, a constitutional amendment that all bathrooms should be single bathrooms. I mean, I think that solves that all. Awesome. And it should be, I, would, I don't know where Trump is on this Would it the amount issue. of bathrooms? Yes. Yes, it would. Quite a, quite a bit. Hey, would it cost a lot but, of money? Yes, but we waste yes, money all the time. But I'm, I'm for it. We'll that. cancel one government program and pay for this easily. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I think that we want to try to help people deal with the things that they are dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does not mean society has to deny reality no. and deny you know, physics and deny science to try to make these things happen. I think we try to accommodate people as much as we can, and those people should also try to accommodate others. But it goes both freaking ways. Common Except courtesy goes both ways. Except and it, it doesn't, doesn't seem to. It's, it's, the pressure's always put mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, the NFL. Look what the NFL is doing. It's taking two of its biggest markets, a giant state, probably 20% of its audience, and saying, you people are all haters. For, uh-huh. theoretically, a, I mean, again, if there's... 0.5% of the of America that is uh, transgendered, it's probably less than that as far as football fans. So I don't know what the percentage is, but you're going to try to accommodate such a small amount of people when really there is a solution there that's just based on common courtesy. Mm-hmm. And I don't see why we can't get to that point, but it just, because it's, it's not, not about that. You know, we talked about this yesterday, Ke- Kevin Williamson's column in National Review. Politics is not about policy. It's about tribe. Mm-hmm. And man... It, that is so incredibly true on both sides of these issues. It's just really not about the issue. It's about what team are you on and how do you back that team? 
And the NFL should understand that. There's no reason I'm an Eagles fan. But that makes sense in sports. It doesn't make sense when it comes to government. Any home or business can quickly become infested with mold with the introduction of a water source, like a roof or plumbing leak. When your home, your belongings, or your business becomes damaged, it's not just about cleaning up the mess. It's about reclaiming your life. And that's why you need to call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. A licensed, fully insured, affordable, non-invasive solution to solving any water and mold problems. Our team of trained specialists are available with 24-7 emergency service. We will quickly evaluate your problem and give you a plan that will guarantee results. Water causes damage and mold can spread throughout your property in as little as 48 to 72 hours and can produce allergens and irritants that have the potential to cause serious health hazards. So don't waste time. Give us a call now. For any water or mold problems, call the Water and Mold Removal Hotline. Call 800-442-7043 today for a free estimate. That's 800-442-7043. 800-442-7043.